Welcome to the She's Brave podcast, where I help women be brave and go after what they really want in life. I'm Tiffany, certified coach and counselor, here to help guide you on this journey. Hey guys, I am so excited for today. So today I have Conchetta Jones. She is a confidence coach. She's a mentor. She's a speaker, author, a model. Like she is amazing. Literally, I saw her organization. Um, It's called The Confident Woman. Also, she's all that woman. And she's just amazing, guys. So today we're going to be talking about how she got over the feeling of being less than and how she started to create her dream life. So we're going to be talking talking about some things on how she started to create her dream life and how you can take these simple things in order to start creating a dream life for yourself as well. This is amazing, guys. I hope you enjoy. Okay. All right. All right. So I was a teen mom. I had my son uh, two weeks before my uh, 17th birthday. And then that May at 17, I got married. And I was living down south in Mobile, Alabama. And um, so we were married five years, three of those that we lived together. And so at that time, I you know hadn't finished high school. And just kind of, you know, I took the GED and just kind of did things backwards. And I moved here to Chicago and started doing some things. But just coming from Mississippi, it kind of always felt less than, you know, always kind of a little behind what everybody else, you know, know, was doing. The women were so fashionable. And, you know, I just kind of always felt like just a little country girl. And so, you know, I got a job at a law firm, started meeting people, and actually started modeling. And I, you know, started modeling for hair care companies. And because uh, I was always too short to, you know, do runway, but I like runway. So I uh, created my own business. I was teaching at Barbizon over 10 years, created my own business, and just kind of saw how um, people were coming to Barbizon, and it was more like self-esteem because they weren't really getting the modeling opportunities that they wanted. So I created my own business. I always want to give people that opportunity. I've always wanted to, to do the things of their dreams. And since modeling has always been my dream, it's something that I'm, you know, even though I'm short, I can work the runway, you know? So that had kind of been it over the years. And then I stopped doing that when I married a pastor. And then, you know, all of these insecurities came back because now I went from being in the nightclubs actually being a lingerie model, and now I'm married to a pastor, and I'm first lady. I don't really know a whole lot about church, and so, again, it goes back to I'm feeling less than because now i got to learn all of this and all eyes on me. I didn't speak, was terrified of speaking, and, you know, they expect the first lady to speak and to be front and center, and I was more comfortable being behind things. And when we would go places, I wouldn't want to speak. And just, you know, that whole thing of just feeling less than, not feeling worthy of being in the position that I'm in. And uh, I've always wanted to write a book. I've always written, but never uh, wanted anybody to read my writing. Again, going back to that, you know, that lack of confidence. And people never understood it, that I was very, you know, I didn't have a lot of confidence because when it came to modeling and runway, I have a lot of confidence. So when, on the stage, I'm out there front and center asked me to speak about my business, and I never could. I could perform, but I couldn't speak, which went, you know, on into the church. And then finally, I saw people doing things that I really wanted to do, 
And sometimes they would be doing them not as well as I know I could have done it, but they were out there doing it. And then one day I just got sick and tired of just just not living my life, just being afraid and seeing people just passing me by. And I said, you know what? I was doing my vision board, and I said, I'm going to do it. If people laugh at me, if they say I'm too old, if they say whatever they say, I don't care. I'm going to do it. I used to hide my real age because when you model, you know, they they are into youth. And so even though I looked younger than my age, my agent would tell me not to tell my real age. So over the years, I was always very careful to hide, you know, my real age and whatever. And then finally, I said, you know what, I'm so thankful that at this age, my son is grown and doing good. I still look good. I'm going to put it out there. So now every time, I, you know, I, I tell people, I just had a birthday, and I'm 62 years old, and I'm so proud of it, you know. And so it's like now it's like I'm proud of it. It's like because I use the senior discount when I need to, and uh, I <laughs> yeah. still look good. So I know. Yeah. I know. like, look, hey, what's the senior age? This is how old I am. And so as I started doing the things I wanted to do, I actually started working with a life coach. And I started working with a life coach on a dare. I was like, she can't tell me what to do. I, I know what to do. I'm just, just <laughs> not doing it. And so when I started working with my first coach and, it, you know, when I told her that, when, you know, all the successes that started, you know, she helped me to do, I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to tell you the truth. I just did this just to shut you up because I really didn't think that you could help me. But she did. I coached <laughs> with her like three or four years. And then I, you know, went on to another coach who helped me to kind of get the business side, you know, together. And I was so impressed with what my coaches had done for me that I became a certified life coach because I know that even though we know, we think we know what to do, sometimes we don't see what's in us and we don't have that big picture. And that's what a coach helped me to do. And that's why I wanted to be a coach so that I could help women. And then I started, you know, you know, I would hear women. I had stopped modeling, like I said, and I was at a fashion show, actually. And I kind of wanted to get back into it because I love the runway, but I had talked myself out of not doing it. And I was actually, I had a friend who has a boutique, and I would just do her show once a year. And so I was standing out front at the finale, and we were waiting to go back in. I was standing next to one of the other models who was, you know, you look at her and know, you know, model. Five nine, you know, you know, she was taller than that, thin, and we were standing there, and a lady came out, and she said, "You guys were great." She looked at the model, you know, the tall lady, and she said, "I love that outfit. I think I want to get that." And she came and she stood next to me, and she sized me up, and she said, "I like your outfit, and I can see me in your outfit." And the minute that I took it off, she purchased it, and I was mm-hmm. like, "That was my confirmation." that I needed to get back into modeling, but to also bring other women who it's their dreams. So my business is all about dream life, living the life of your dreams, saying, you know, no when you want to say no, because a lot of times people say yes and they really want to say no and they do it out of a sense of guilt. And so I, you know, work with women. It's like it's not selfish to take care of you and to do the things that you want to do, and you're not too old to follow your dreams and to start, you know, at a late age to do things because I didn't graduate from, I didn't get my college degree till I was uh, 50. 
And, uh, you know, I went back to school. I always tell people I graduated on a 30-year plan, you know. So <laughs> as long as I feel that as long as you have breath, you know, you can do the things you want to do. And a lot of times, you know, we're concerned with people are going to say I'm too old or people are going to say I shouldn't do that or people are going to say I shouldn't wear that. And if it works for you, then it doesn't matter what people say because they're going to talk about you if you're good, if you're bad. It doesn't matter. You know, if, if they're not taking care of you or, you know, you, even if they're taking care of you, you still need to do what makes you happy in the end. And so that's what I'm all about, you know, motivating and inspiring women to live their life, to do the things they want to do, to step out of their comfort zone, to don't stay in that box that people put you in. Because like I said, when I was the first lady and people were expecting me to do this and expecting me to wear that and expecting me and expecting me. And I can remember sometimes I would come home from church and I would, you know, be crying and I would be depressed. And, you know, one time I I had changed my whole outfit. Like I was always fashionable before I got married. Then once I got married, I'm wearing what what the first lady outfit and, and feeling like my mother and my grandmother in these clothes because that wasn't my style. And my husband said, well, who told you to do that? Because one day me and his mother had on the same outfit. I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Here I am just like an old lady, you know, and it's like, I just need to be me. And uh, so that's kind of what this is all about. It's like all the mistakes that I've made in my life, all the things that I didn't do, I motivate and inspire women to to take a lesson from me. You know, and if you didn't do it, because at one point when I finally graduated, I said, look at all the years that I wasted. I could have had my degree. And they were like, no, you're where you are right now. You know, you you move forward and don't worry about what could have been, you know, what you didn't do and all of that. And then two years ago, well, it'll be two years that uh, I've been living life single. My husband and I are not together. So that was a whole nother thing that I had to learn how to do, to live as a single person, to now I'm responsible for everything, you know. And like I said, that was a whole nother level of confidence that I had to get used to because I was used to, you know, my husband wiping off the car and if something happened in the house or you know, and now it was on me. So I'm, I'm real proud of my progress and uh, again, I'm just all about, you know, bringing as many women as I can along with me. I have a nonprofit for girls, which is, it kind of started that way. I used to work with the girls at my church. And it actually, my nonprofit for girls was my uh, grad project. I brought it to life. And uh, it started with the girls. And then women were saying, well, we need a mentor we want. And then it just kind of all worked together. So that's kind of you know, where I am, what I do, I'm actually headed out in a few minutes. I'm having uh, a meetup with uh, the women in my Facebook group. I have about uh, 600 women in my Facebook group. And, uh, you know, it's like, I want to I wanna meet as many of you as I can, you know, uh, let's just kind of chat, kind of talk, see how I can help you and what help the group can be. So I started these meetups. So today we're we're going to be meeting up. I, I don't know who's coming, how many are coming, but it's like my thing is I will be there, and it's a, it's at a restaurant, so it'll be it can be twenty women, it can be one woman, or it can just be me, and that's kind of how I am. I'm stepping out and I'm just putting myself out there and doing the things that I want to do and bringing as many women 
with me that wants to do that. And with the Fiercely Real models, uh, that's what they are. Right now I think it's, uh, it's 10 of us. It's 10 of them. And we, we do a calendar. This is our second year doing a calendar. Uh, they want to, this is their dream to, to experience life as a model. And so they laugh at me because they, I have this stick. They call it my Debbie Allen stick. So it's like when I'm teaching them runway or poison posture, whatever, I have my stick. And, you know, so it's, it's just, it's fun. And I can yeah. see the confidence in them and they step out. And, you know, so they're getting, you know, all, all the training that I have from my years of modeling, I give it to them, you know. And so when they're out there, you know, they're doing the proper turns and they're, you know, in front of the camera. So they're living their life. And so I would love to have more women to come on board and, you know, to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's me. That's why I do what I do. Oh my goodness. That's such an inspiring story. So I can hear so much of like the dedication in there and like, you know, just live your life because it sounds like the yeah. turning point for you was when you were like, you know what, I'm tired of feeling less than I'm tired of pe feeling like people are judging me, not doing the things that I want to do, you know, because I'm worried about how they're going to perceive it. And I, I'm not living my life because of that. And you were like, you know what, people are going to say whatever they're going to say anyway. And I should just go after the things that I want to do and that's what I'm going to do. So that's what, what an inspiration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> inspiration. Yes. So yeah. what advice would you give to someone who may be in the position that you were in years ago when you're like, I'm not living my life. I'm not doing the, you know, the things I know you spoke on a couple of things already, but what advice would you give to someone who's kind of shying away and not going after the things that they want? What I did was I sat down when it was like, this is it, enough is enough. And I wrote down, like, if I was living my perfect life, what is it I would be doing? So I wrote the stuff down. And then I actually started, I, then I wrote down a list of the women that really inspired me. So other women that were doing the things that I wanted to do. So there were some people like the Oprah and the Beyonce that were, you know, far away. But there were a lot of women that, you know, I knew of you know, on Facebook or whatever. And so I started, like, watching the things that they were doing. And I actually started, uh, like, not stalking in a bad way, but I wanted to be in their <laughs> presence. So if I knew they were going to be, like, at an event or at a luncheon or at a, you know, professional development something, then I would buy a ticket to be, you know, so that I could be in their presence so that I could, you know, meet them. And so that's kind of how it started. There were, you know, some women that, I liked what they were doing, and I admired them. And so if there would be a lunch something, I, I, I was in their presence. So, you know, it started off with this, hi, how are you, and introducing myself. And, and some of these women were actually on, like, we talked on the phone. Like, I have their personal numbers. So that's how it started. I put myself where the people that were doing the things that I wanted to do, where they were. And then, like I said, I invested in myself. You know, I, I took the coach, and a lot of times people won't take the classes that they need or won't get the coaching that they need or won't buy the book that they need because it's like they don't, you know, take the time for them or they don't think they're worth it or I could be doing something else with that money. But, no, you have to put aside some money to invest in yourself. Or, you know, if you don't just don't have the money, go to the library and get the book or or whatever, but you have to invest in yourself. And so those are the things that, you, that I started doing and that I would suggest that they do. And then you just have to do it. Get an accountability partner. You know, I had accountability partners, and we would 
talk once a week. And, you know, when you have to report out to your accountability partner, well, last week I said I was going to do X, Y, and Z. Either I didn't do it or I did do it. When you have to report out and say you didn't do it, it's not a good feeling. You know, and, you know, have people around you, not just those people that are the yes people that will say everything that you do is perfect. You need some people around you. You need a friend around you that's going to tell you the truth. Because one of my problems is I think I can do it all. And I will just keep saying, yes, I'll do it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do that. Oh, I want to do that. And I have one friend, and she'll be like, now, now when are you going to have time to do that? You know, she'll bring me back down to earth, and we uh, talk it through. Like, it's only so many hours in the day. It's so, only so many days of the week. So you need people in your life that will support what you're doing, but you need people that will tell you the truth, that will tell you now that really, and I'm not talking about the people that are the haters. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. people that really love on you, you know, and want you to succeed, but also they're telling you, you know, not just that yes person, that girl, yeah, go after it, girl, yes, do that, and knowing that you're going to fail. So those will be my steps, you know, get sick and tired, be where the people are you want to be. Right now, I'm such a journaler, and I mm-hmm. write down, and on my looking at on my wall right now, I have my vision board. I have big white sheets of paper with, like, people I want to collaborate with and things I want to do and, you know, so that I see it all the time. My I am statement is in my bathroom uh, so that I see it all the time. I have things posted on my mirror, mirror, like one says, I am creating miracles. I am creating miracles now. So all these things are just reinforcing what I want to do. And so what a person is going to have to do is you're going to have to make up your mind and you're just going to have to do it. And you have to celebrate even the smallest things. You know, sometimes my to-do list will have 20 things on it for that week that I want to do. I may only get to three of them. But instead of being or like, oh, man, stupid me, I didn't get it, I celebrate those three things, and then I just move it to the next week. And so basically it's, it's, it's just making up your mind that enough is enough, and I'm going after it, and then having those those things that I just said to do. Uh, but basically definitely being around people that are movers and shakers. You know, you want to be around people that are doing it, not around the people that – you know, they think it's okay to sit at home, look at the reality shows, and drink some wine, and we don't do anything. We can do all of that, but we still need to be working. So, yeah. Nope. Yeah, so that community, having those positive yes. people in your life that are doing movers and shakers, doing the things that you want to do, um, that are role models, and that will be honest with you in a loving way and saying, okay, so this is what you want to do. Um, this may be an os- obstacle. Or that may, you know, this may happen, but having that supportive community, it sounds like being positive yes. and celebrating where you are, having that, your vision, it sounds like having a vision of what you want and what you want to create, keeping that at the forefront of, of what you want to, what you want to do. Exactly. Yes. And then just be grateful. You know, before I get out of the bed every morning, it's like, I have a little routine that I do, but before I get out of the bed, Every morning, it's like I open my eyes, and the first thing I say is, thank you, Lord. You know, I just land a bit, and I just say that. And then I'm just always, I don't like, I'm like, have been studying the law of attraction. And, you know, I don't want any negativity around me. And, you know, Mm -hmm. some people are just gloom and doom, and they want to come to you with all the negative. And I I don't want that because I'll tell people, sometimes I'm like, girl, I'm trying to manifest some stuff right now. I don't want that negativity. Don't tell me about it. I don't want to hear about it because I only mm-hmm. want positive around me. 
And yeah. so, you know, I always think of the, the positive. And, you know, I don't want to hear if they say, oh, woe is me. We want to do it. I'm like, well, we are going to do it. You know, even on my job, we need to get to this goal. Well, then we will. We'll get to that goal. We, we'll get it. It is not a problem. So it's like I'm, I'm all about speaking. Uh, you know, you have to be very careful of the things that you say, you know, and the things that you think. And so if I find myself going down, you know, with something negative, I'm worried, I bring myself right around real quick. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 I don't want any negativity because I'm trying to manifest or I am manifesting some great things in my life. And, yeah, yeah, no negativity here. Yeah, keep it positive because that, that negative that negativity, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't it doesn't build you up. It's it's bringing you down. It's it's bringing you to a negative space. So having those positive influences and having that positivity in your life can help you know build you up and get you to get you focused more on the positive. Because when we think about the negative, then that's it. Sometimes is all we can see. So yeah, I definitely agree. And one big thing, don't compare yourself to others. Oh yeah, and that can be really really. It can be really hard with social media putting everything in your face. You know, it's right there. And, you know, you can see somebody else doing something and, you know, you're not there. And, you know, it, it can be bad, but don't compare. That That's the worst thing because then you start feeling down on you. And, you know, so, no, big, big thing, don't compare. And my two words, trust and believe. Trust and believe, yes. No comparison. Mm-hmm. That comparison doesn't do anything. Stay in your lane. You know, focus on yourself. Focus on being a better you, no you. Exactly, because you don't know. You know, you see, you know, Facebook, and you see all these beautiful pictures, and you see people doing stuff and achieving things, and you, you, you know, you don't know their struggle. You don't know how long they've been doing. When I talk to some of the, you know, the people, the ladies that you know I admire, and when they're sharing with me, like, okay, it looks like I'm, I'm here now, but. What about the nights that I did this and, and all, you know, so you don't know the struggles or where they are now. So, yeah, don't compare yourself at all. Just continue to work and be the best you that you can be. Yeah, exactly. So as we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to leave with the audience? Um, my biggest thing biggest thing is go after what you want. Don't think that it's too big and don't think that you're too small and not worthy of it. And, you know, perfection, a lot of times people wait until it's perfect, till the, till the mm-hmm. circumstance is perfect, that everything is perfect to do what it is they want to do. And it's never going to be perfect. So you need to step on out there and do it. You okay. know, a lot of times people let perfect stop them from from accomplishing anything because mm-hmm. it's like it's not it's, it's not even something as simple as a flyer you know they won't send the flyer and I say that because I laugh at one of my assistants we were sending a flyer out for our event that we have for our girls and she held she kept holding up you know getting the flyer out because she was looking at little things so make that smaller make that larger make that I'm like let it go you know so a lot of times <laughs> yeah. people Yes, it's got to go because we need to let people, it's got to get out there. So, yes, people will try to wait until everything is just perfect. And it's just a fear mechanism and it's procrastinating. So stop it. Yep. Yeah. Done is better than perfect. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming and speaking with us. I know this is going to be so valuable to everyone that's going to hear this and 
I thank you so much. I appreciate everything you're doing and the work that you've done in the community. I really, yeah, I just love everything. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me.